Hello, cocktail lovers. Welcome to Paris Cocktail Talk, the show brought to you by the 52 Martinis Guide to Paris Cocktail Bars. I'm Forrest Collins, and I'm here to talk to you about the trends and traditions of drinking in France. So I'm super excited um, because I have my friend Heather Stumler on the on the show today, and we're going to talk about a topic that can be very divisive. And both Heather and I are both American and French, so this is a topic that can be divisive between those two cultures. Um, and it is tipping, the culture of around tipping in France. I'm specifically going to be talking about bars and restaurants, but we're going to touch on a few other things too. So um, uh, most of you who listen to me probably already know Heather Stemmler. Uh, you might know her as Heather Stemmler Hall. That's what she's written some of her books in the past under. And uh, she has the Secrets of Paris website and the community and, um, and, you know, I knew of Heather before I ever was lucky enough to have her as a friend. So I'm sure most of you know about her writing. She does travel writing. Um, she's just like kind of a fountain of knowledge when it comes to cracking down into Paris. And um, I was doing a little Googling on tipping the other day, actually, before she and I started talking about this. And, um, and her article was like the second one that popped up. So I'm like, oh, okay. I know this is going to be good information. So we got talking yesterday over lunch about this. And I thought that's a perfect topic for this month's podcast. So, okay. That's a very long introduction. Um, Heather, did I miss anything else that I should tell the people about you before we talk about tipping? No, that's wonderful. Thanks for the intro for us. And so happy to be here. And yeah, this is a both a scary and essential topic that um, scary because it is divisive. It's confusing and people don't want to get it wrong, but yeah, very misunderstood. Yes, it is. Oh, and I'm just going to mention, I don't usually do this, but Heather and I are doing this over Zoom. So we're looking at each other and it's a video thing. And I think um, we're, this is obviously a podcast because you're listening to it, but I think we're going to have some uh, links from her Secrets of Paris community to this. And maybe even depending on how we feel about it and, and look um, some clips <laughs> from the video. So, uh, so you might be able to pop over to Secrets of Paris. I'll, I'll put links to all that in the show notes. Okay. So now I feel like I've just been rambling a bit. I am just going to ask you straight up. First, I think there's a lot that we're going to talk about around this. Is it customary to tip in bars and restaurants in France? Customarily, yes. People do tip. It's uh, about over 90% of the French claim that they tip. Um, and they say it's about 80% in restaurants and 70% in bars and cafes. Um, how much of a tip, that's very different. Whether or not people are tipping as much as they say they're tipping, that's very different how much it's changed since COVID started and people are carrying around less cash. Now that we all have contactless credit card machines, all that kind of stuff. So is it customary, traditional? Yes, people do, but for very different custom of tipping in France than we have in the United States. So why don't you break that down a little bit? Like, so for, I, I want to hear about your experience and, yeah. and maybe what people that are coming over from the US, from the US yeah. should feel obliged to do or not do what they yeah. should expect. Yeah, so um, obviously we're both from the United States and the majority of the Secrets of Paris readers are from North America, specifically the US. And um, so not I'm not talking to other Europeans, not talking to British people, I have very different, I have no idea what tipping's like in Australia. Um, so this is this is very particular because in the US and I grew up bartending and waitressing in fancy French restaurants, in fast food restaurants, in cocktail bars, in college diners, blah, blah. So I've been there. And in the United States, you do not get paid minimum wage even. There, you get paid less than minimum wage and the tips 
are not tips. That's the problem with language. It is the service. You, are, you have to tip in the United States so that the server gets at least a minimum wage. If you do not tip, they will not get even the minimum wage. So that is the issue. That is why we have had to drive home in the United States the importance of tipping. Um, and again, I feel like we shouldn't call it the tip. We should call it their wage. We should call it the service. Yeah. And um, the downside of that, even when I was there, is obviously like you could make a, <laughs> excuse my French, crap load of money getting tips, uh, depending on where you work. And I did much less work working in a fancy French restaurant, opening up $200 bottles of wine than I did working my butt off in a college diner where I would get $1 for you know, a table of eight students. Um, so I, I always thought it was really unfair how much um, you're making on tips, depending. It has nothing to do with your the actual amount of work that you do, um, nor this has been proven over and over and over. It's not dependent on the service. It's depending on the server. Um, they've done tests. They've done. I mean, it, it is absolutely unfair, the tipping system. So someone who looks a certain way gets tipped more. Someone who has a certain accent gets tipped less. So there's all sorts of things. So it is not a meritocracy like they have you believe. And when you live off of tips, you can't get a mortgage. You can't, you know, you, have, you can't make plans. You have no idea what your income is going to be. So it's a very precarious lifestyle. And we've just grown to accept that that's normally in the United States and we all tip. Uh, and, you know, there's still people that don't like tipping in the United States, but, you know, then we have to go into explaining them why it's so important. So it's a very particular system. And I know American restaurants hate it when they have foreigners who don't understand this and they have to explain it to them. It's like, if you don't tip, I basically just made $2 an hour. Um, and it's different state by state. And even some American restaurants have stopped tip, you know, they said no more tipping, we're paying them a salary so they know what they're getting. Um, and for a lot of those restaurants, they've, their service, you know, they had to raise prices on the food, but they've actually done better. So there you go. Um, so that's the American side. Uh, and those Americans coming over to France um, obviously think that, you know, they wouldn't know unless they ask or unless they read about it. Like, oh, it's not the same in France. So there's already that. Like, so already you have to tell people, yeah, it's very different in France. It'll say 15% service compris, service included on all the menus. And that is the law since I think it's 1985, like 82, in the 80s. It used to be the same system in France where it was tips that made up their salary. Um, and then they passed the law saying, no, sorry, but you know everybody deserves to have a, a salary that they can count on to be able to live. And in France, uh, everybody gets the SMIC, the minimum wage. Um, that you cannot pay someone less than that um, for uh, not legally anyway. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's illegal. Um, and of course, people would still tip, uh, but they also know, like French people know, that it's not required. It's just customary. And when I say customary, uh, and I tell people this, I was like Americans that come to France, I say, well, it, I, the first thing I say, I'm like, it is not required. They do not have to have your tips to to get even minimum wage. They have a salary. They get. Healthcare is included in France. Yeah, all so many other things, uh, benefits that help people that don't make a lot of money. So there's a whole social system also on top of um, on top of that that we don't have in the United States. Um, I tell them but they're also just sorry to interrupt, but that, yeah. that, that that is also being paid for because there's a very heavy taxes, you know, yes. and that is used to support a lot of these systems like healthcare, et cetera, yes. Um, yes. for people. Anyway, I just was, yeah, you know, yeah. so, oh, no, so, so they are tipping in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, well, money is com coming out of, you know, people's yeah. pockets to, to support certain things. Yes. And, and, and continue. Passed, 
they passed that law because the people were finding they weren't surviving on the tips. That was the whole issue. They're like, we cannot survive. And, it, you know, we can't say that this is a socialist uh, healthcare system, a socialist um, system for workers that doesn't even guarantee uh, you have a salary, each the same salary each month. So that's why they made it uh, the law that you can no longer do that. So, um, but, you know, people would still tip, meaning like they would give like, I don't know, maybe round up to the nearest hero if it's a, or obviously it was Frank's in the beginning, um, or, you know, if it's really good out of their way, or if it's like their local place where they know the people and they want to support them, they might tip like anywhere between like two euros and five euros. But all the French people I've asked, and I've asked this over and over and over and over, and I've, I've worked at a bar in France, um, where I got 25 euros for the entire night that I had to split with the other bartender. So yeah, it wasn't, wasn't making bank there. Let's put that, and that was like a packed Irish bar too. Um, but the, uh, all the French people I know, they like, usually the default seems to be like one or two euros per person. Um, yeah, I actually asked Thibaut. I mean, obviously, I live with Thibaut. I'm, you know, paxed with Thibaut, so I know his habits. Yeah. But he specifically asked him before we got on the call. I yeah. said, I'm going to be talking to Heather about tipping in France. Do you tip in France? He's like, No, no. He said, Unless I'm out with all, all of the Americans <laughs> and, and the Irish people, well, you know, then we'll probably tip. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but it is, I mean, this is my experience. It's rounding up, it's putting a few. Mm -hmm. Um, euros on the table. It's, you know, it's, it's a euro or two. Um, and or if they bring you the change and this is the, leaving, this is yeah. the kicker, they bring you the change, then you can decide which of the change you want to leave and which change you take back. And I remember yeah. once having lunch with a friend who is also American, but we both live here and we, I'm not going to say which place we were at, but when the guy took our, you know, it was like a kind of like a low level, um, wasn't like a fancy restaurant or anything. It's like a little kind of cafe. And the guy, the guy took our pay and it was probably like, we were probably waiting for three euros change on a 30 euro lunch. And, um, I saw the waiter just kind of hanging out over by the counter and, you know, and I looked and I looked over him and I'm finally, and I said to her, I'm like, I think he's just not bringing our change back because he thinks we're Americans. <laughs> and so I looked at him, I kind of gave him a little evil eye and he very casually went over to the cash register, opened it, pulled out three euros and brought it back. To uh, yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Merci. So that like brings me to a part of this discussion that, I have a lot of feelings around because it took me a very, very long time to, uh, and I'm only speaking from my personal experience mm -hmm. to, but to get out of my tipping habits from the U S I mean, I'm yeah. from Seattle. It's 20%. You just tip 20% regardless of what the start you just, that's just what happens. You do yeah. that. So then you come here, I come here and I'm just, you know, you still have those habits and people kind of now I, I, I guess I feel like people are looking at me like, are you dumb? Like, why are you putting this much money down? And part of me thinks, well, nobody's going to say no to money. Like the waiter's not going to think I'm a, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a terrible person for leaving the money. Um, so I think there's this, this weird American sensibility around it. And I think that Americans come here and they think that waiter's going to think I'm an asshole if I don't leave him a tip, but that waiter's not going to think you're, that waiter's not going to think anything because like you, I have also covered shift in bars, talked to bartenders. I've worked in a restaurant. I can guarantee you that maybe you're going to walk out of there with maybe 10 bucks in tips, maybe if somebody really liked yeah. you, but that, that's, and this is my experience having spoken to many, many bartenders in town. Like you, you just, you don't. So so yeah. nobody's going to say, oh man, that person didn't leave me a tip. So uh, Americans don't worry that you're going to be looked at. However, I often do wonder 
when they hear me and they see me at a table, like our lunch, we're all yeah. a bunch of Anglophones. Is yeah. there a thought in our mind that goes, oh man, I might get a tip off this table because they're Americans. So, um, so then I start <laughs> to feel bad again. Like, they oh, I have to seem, a tip. <laughs> yeah, they didn't seem to go out of their way to uh, offer us any, any no. additional <laughs> service. Today. No. And, and for the listeners, we did leave a tip, we um, did. on the yeah. table and we left what I felt like was a generous tip. Yeah. Um, of seven euros, I think yeah. I can't remember exactly, but you know, I'm not showing off about how generous we are. I'm just actually giving this as a real life example of something that just happened. I'm curious um, if they charged us for the coffee that we didn't order. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even look at. I I actually didn't even yeah. look at the bill. But you yeah. know, we were in a bouillon. I was like, everything's so cheap here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean it's I and I totally understand. I understand it's it's and I you know I would try to make Americans feel better. I'm like. I'm like, the prices are more in the restaurants here. It's already expensive. And I said, you know, if you can afford it and you feel good about it, go ahead and leave it. Do not leave it because you feel guilty or feel like you'll be a bad person otherwise. And I'm like, you know, you'll, you'll, the money you save, you will spend elsewhere in here in Paris and supporting businesses. So this yeah. is the reason why French people get mad when Americans tip, I can tell you, because uh, I've, I've been, I've looked at articles following this. Um, you'd think that all waiters would be for it. But a lot of waiters are uh, for going back because this has been discussed. It's been discussed over and over in France whether they should go back to um, having it be tips instead of uh, instead of salary. And um, a lot of the people uh, who are wait staff and it's another thing that's slightly different. They tend to be career wait staff in France. Yeah. Not not like you know maybe in like it's not maybe, a stopgap job. Maybe, yeah, maybe beach resorts are different where they have seasonal workers. But in Paris, it does tend to be like that's your job for life. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of them are against the idea of making tips required because they said, I want to feel like they're tipping me because I did a good job, not because they're required to. I feel like that would be like, uh, uh, it would make me feel bad. Like I'm somehow scamming them. And, uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, and also a lot of French people, um, do feel scammed when they're quote unquote expected to tip. They're like, I want to feel like, okay, the service, they went out of their way. And I feel like obviously if Americans get a waiter who's going to patiently explain everything to them in English, it's like, yeah, that guy did some work. Like how many waiters in America can like whip out their French when they have French clients. So, you know, maybe that does deserve a tip. And that's probably why a waiter would, would work in the, in a, in a place where there's a lot of tourists um, as well, instead of having a lot of regulars, which has its own pluses and minuses. But, um, but they, um lost the thread there um they don't oh yeah why the french don't like they don't yeah. like the idea of being required to tip because they want to feel good about tipping not like they're a jerk if they don't tip um yeah and, and also, i think that that's a good a, a very yeah. valid point that i was saying to the americans nobody's really going to think you're unless you're going down my little mental rabbit hole like oh they know i'm american maybe now they are going to think i'm a jerk but no you're not a jerk yeah. if you don't tip like Nobody yeah. is losing sleep or talking about you to their colleagues in the back room about you not tipping. It's just not yeah. happening. And I mean, no, no, uh, no, no one's going to say that they don't want to tip because yes, of course. Uh, and, and a lot of them do like when somebody says, well, but, you know, they count on those tips. It's like, well, of course they do. Cause that's why, you know, part of the reason you become uh, a bartender or, or a waiter is because you think, oh, I can make some extra cash. You don't work at the gap as a salesperson or like, you know, you don't work at the mall, like all those people folding the clothes and reshelving things and putting things back on hangers. Where are their tips? So this is exactly what I was thinking too this morning. I was like, why is it that I feel now? I mean, you know, I've been here for 20 years. So I feel a little bit like that's kind of like, that's a, a bit of a newbie mistake to leave such a huge tip somewhere. Like I, I am 
there's something of a personal affront. I feel sometimes when I see people leaving too big of a tip, I'm like, why do I feel that way? Am I a jerk? Like, I don't want people to give other people money. That's crazy. But then also I liken it to like, if I was in the grocery store with somebody and we had a particularly nice person checking us out and she was like here and she passed the lady of Fiverr, I'd be like, that is a really weird thing to do. So that is like, that's how I've begun for right or wrong. I'm just trying to be very transparent and and honest about my experience and my feelings here. Um, Like, like it just seems a little bit gauche to leave such a, uh, to leave a 20% tip in in France. And I can tell you why, because you have been slightly brainwashed like me. We are, we are, (laughs) we are now French as well as American. Where's your flag for us? Where's your flag? Oh, I know it's right over there. Actually, I'm not going to get off screen, but yes. We're both French citizens now, and uh, you know, and I've been here long enough that, and I, and I, from the beginning, I always thought, you know, it's a, it's a more the socialist side of France because it's still a capitalist society as well. But the socialist side of France um, is what's very against tipping as well because they call out, and and it was the unions that were part of the reason why this law finally uh, passed that they could no longer require employees to live off of tips. They said that is that is uh, undignified for the workers and it's unfair. And the bosses, you know, the business owners are putting the onus on uh, on their clients to to pay their employees instead of paying their own employees a fair, decent wage. And if they can't keep those people because the employ the it's too low those those salaries well then they maybe they shouldn't be in business maybe there's not enough of a demand for that business which you know could be a debate there's there's a lot of restaurants in paris and people always ask me like how do they all stay open yeah it's a good question well that's another there's another story i asked one of my friends who was married to a restaurant owner and i asked her and she said well you know for most of the time like you know his smaller restaurant was just him and the cook and a dishwasher. He's like, so there was no tipping. Oh, you know, if there was tips, like it was more, you know, it was his restaurants. So, uh, yeah. It didn't matter either way. She said, what was more of a big deal there was the the, the double cast, the, the double register, the cash register and the <laughs> credit card register. So I mean, we can we can go on an entire podcast about the fact that it's there's a lot of black money in the restaurant and bar industry, and obviously not a lot of cash that isn't declared at all. So whether restaurant owners have the money to pay the decent salaries or not is not always quite clear because it's not Mm. always totally obvious exactly how much they're making and it's like okay we're going to turn a blind eye to the fact that the feast probably doesn't turn a blind eye when they catch them but turning a blind eye to the fact that yeah you probably didn't ring up that coffee but you're paying your employees a salary and they can get a house and you know whatever so um but yeah so the unions they they say you know it's up to it's up to businesses business owners to pay uh, people's things. And also in France, like in general, they do not want, they do not want all of us paying, you know, the clientele, they don't want us paying the tips because they're, the whole thing is that yes, we pay taxes. And if you make SMEIC, like if you're making a minimum wage as a waiter, you're not paying taxes, you're below, you're below the threshold of tax paying. So those people who are coming in, uh, we're already anyone who's a you know the kind of middle class taxpayer in France is already paying for benefits and they're again somebody emailed me and they're like yeah but they're all making like uh, you know how can you raise a family making less than two thousand euros a month and I'm like yeah it's a good question and that's something that should not be solved by tipping because janitors make less than two thousand a month 
the police municipal, the new municipal police force in Paris, they make less than 2,000 euros a month. Yeah, but I think that that, so we're going to, our solution to people not making a, a livable wage is we're going to rely on people's generosity and trust that they're just going to like give it a little extra, but only to people who work in food and bed, not to these other people who are exactly. policing yeah. the streets. And, and yeah, so yeah. I do think that's a bigger topic yeah. that it can't be. And again, like, I don't want to be the jerk who says, don't give other people money if you want to. But it's a bigger, it's a bigger topic yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you want to go for it, but it's yeah. But I mean, and and my whole thing when I've argued with people who are like, yeah, but if I want to, I'm just like, go go for it. But do not tell other people that they have to. Do not be all virtue signaling because like you think you're better than other people because the fight. And again, we're back to like France is a socialist country at heart. It has a socialist uh, system of uh, the social net, and the whole point is that society should make it so that people doing a decent jobs, a decent day's work, a decent job should be able to live off of that. So yeah. we have other benefits in France for people who are making uh, below, you know, the threshold of the, of being able to like live decently. Like <laughs> you get, you get special discounts on, well, first of all, like very little or not taxed at all. You get special housing credits, you get special, um, I mean, you just get tons of, I just got, uh, thing being credited for um, the fact that the gas prices went up, the heating and cooking gas. So I got like mm -hmm. automatically a hundred euros through Adjessa, which is the tax office for writing, because I, you know, I, my writing income isn't nearly as much as my salaried income. Of course, they're probably going to ask for it back when I pay taxes, because I actually do have a salary now. But um, but there's all of these these things, the safety net that we all pay for, put in place to make sure that people don't like die on the street of hunger when they work a full-time job somewhere. So yeah, that yeah. is what they want us to fight for. They don't want us like bullying tourists into thinking that, oh, you have to tip or this person's going to die of starvation. It's like, that's yeah. just a backwards way to go. This is an important fight as well, though, because, you know, we say this, it, it's not like France is a magic, magical land where nobody goes hungry and there's nobody on the street, you know, and when I walk down the street with Thibaut, you know, he will see somebody, you know, uh, a homeless person, uh, SDF, is, as they're called here, and he gets so frustrated, he feels like, I pay enough in taxes, why aren't we helping these people, why aren't we helping these people, and I think that it's a really valid question, but I mean, it's super complicated. This is a talk podcast about drinks, yeah. uh, not, you know, political <laughs> structures and governmental yeah. governance, but, um, but, but it's important it, to know that that's why but, the French don't yeah, want I think other that people tipping. That's why they don't exactly. want Americans tipping because they don't want that to become the default. And they certainly don't want to go backwards in a, and go to the system that the U.S. has, especially when there's people in the U.S. trying to get out of that system. So yeah, it's and I do talk to friends in the U.S. who I you know, and I've kind of put these these um, questions forward. You know, there's restaurants that aren't tipping, and you know, and they still there's. I know that I know I have listeners who are going to not agree <laughs> with the idea of of getting rid of tipping, but. Um, uh, I do want to talk about, okay, so now I'm seeing that I'm like, oh my God, I'm running out of time. We're going to have to talk about, we're going to have to have another episode. But um, so first of all, um, do like, I have a ton of friends in food and beverage and cocktail bars and in tourism and tour guides. So please feel free to tip all these people as much as you want friends, support my friends. You know, I'm not saying not to ever tip anybody. That's the last thing I'm saying. But um, I also want to ask you specifically what you think about, because I know a lot of my listeners um, mm -hmm. are coming over and they're taking tours. And I have a mm -hmm. lot of friends who are um, great tour guides, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, my friends who work yeah. for Paris by Mouth. So go take their tours. Um, and you have done tours. So how, what's your feeling yeah. on that? Should um, people tip when they're go going on tours here? 
<laughs> it's a loaded question. Yeah, I know. Um, I owned my own tour company, and um, I used to, when people would try to tip me. I mean, yeah, if people try, and I, I built everything in to the price. You know, these were private tours; they were not cheap. So I built everything in. Um, you know, including me having at least a decent wage. And uh, if they would try to tip me, usually, I mean, unless like the tour went over two hours because or something, you know, super out of the way, or I, you know, paid for the tax or so, anything, like I usually wouldn't accept the tip. I would tell them, I was like, you know what? I don't need it. Take that, go buy a bottle of wine on me. Like, <laughs> like just something That's like- very kind. That. Well, because they said, I'm like, I'm like, I own my own company. I don't need to live off tips. And, um, you know, if they would insist, I wouldn't argue with them, but I did not. Um, I never, uh, I never did the whole like tips are welcome, you know, not required, but welcome thing. Like no. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that it, it gets back into the whole, well, there's a lot of twerk companies and people are, uh, so working for others. It's like, well, if you're, and a lot of them are not salaried. So a lot of tour guides work on a contract basis. So they're not, um, uh, you know, just like one off, they're freelance, they're basically freelancers. Um, so it, it's a lot more complicated because they might not be making enough yeah. after COVID. And again, the same with the restaurateurs. So they might not. And um, it goes, it, it goes back to like, well, if that person can't make a living without getting extra money on top, then their rates are wrong. Um, you know, there's a lot of people not charging enough for tours. I mean, I see. But that said, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to be competitive, right? I mean, it's hard. Like I think about this too, and I agree. I think yeah. people should be paying more in restaurants. People should be paying more in bars. I mean, I, I know that's very easy for me to say because yeah. I make a comfortable living and I can do that, but I just think it's you can't clear. be trying to get blood out of a stone, right? You yeah. can't like, don't go into a restaurant and expect it to cost five euros, but expect it to be 50 euros worth of quality. You know, I mean, yeah. I do think- well, But also, prices- also the other side of that, you know exactly how much something costs. Uh, yeah, usually. yeah. You shouldn't, I mean, and again, like I did, I did expensive tours. So the people usually were quite affluent and they could afford to tip. Um, but again, I didn't, re- didn't ask, didn't require it and tried to turn it down if possible. But there are people taking tours like, you know, there's like maybe like it'll like a small group tour where it's like 15 or 20 euros per person. And then the person giving the tour, yeah, afterwards is like, you know, accepting tips. But I keep thinking like, how many of those people took that tour only because that's all they could afford? Yeah. Yeah. It costs a lot for families to come to France. And I think like once you're in that budget area, it's like, I feel like those are the people you should not be asking for tips from. It's like, if they give it to you, like, you know, okay. But I don't think like making it again, like making them feel uncomfortable by like announcing or, you know, openly, I I don't know. I just, I, I feel really torn on that. It's like, tell people what the price is. And if you need the tips to live, like build it in. If they don't think that that tour was worth it, then, you know, you've got other problems and you get the negative reviews, yeah. you know, advisor, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. I, and there's also, there's the free tours. Oh this, gosh. This yeah. Total scam. Which I'm gonna do, like, Always really, a scam. Free tours are not So free tours, you show up uh, and then the person giving the tour, usually students, these people are uh, saints. I feel bad for them though, but like they'll have 20 people and it's a free tour. At the end of the tour, there's only 10 because some people just dropped off. It's like, yeah. eh, I'm good. Maybe the tour's not good, whatever. But the person giving that tour, they actually have to pay two euros per person per head of who of the people that that started out. So like, say they've got like their boss there, like the person, and they count like, okay, you've got 15 people. So that's like 30 euros. So at the end of that tour, if they didn't get enough tips to even cover the two euros ahead, they have to pay out of their pocket. You know, I always do my cocktail of the month. This month, I'm doing the yellow cocktail, which was invented by Frank at Craven 
um, bar here in Paris. Some of you I know listen to my um, or follow along with um, our friend David Leibovitz. He also has it featured in his book, Drinking French, The Yellow Cocktail, Equal Parts Cocktail. So it's super easy. Equal Parts Gin, Yellow Chartreuse, Suze, and Lemon Juice. shake it or stir it up over ice and pour it, strain it into a chilled cocktail glass. So that's your cocktail of the month. I'll put the recipe in the show notes. Uh, And that's it. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.